Ooh. Spooky. Spooky, yeah. Spooky episode coming up. Uh, Spooky on, episode. I would say the most haunted podcast in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just waiting to see what technical difficulties we have here. Ladies and gentlemen, now the moment you've all been waiting for. Good morning, Vietnam! First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? Can we talk about something other than Hollywood for a change? No, I don't go to the movies much. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. So what's your podcast about? Um, the movies. Every year, just something goes wrong. Year, uh, three years ago, we were haunted by a fox. Yes. Then what Forgot happened before that. then? One time we just made a whole episode and then when we listened back to it, it sounded like... It was just like... <laughs> there were ghosts in the background. Yeah, there's kind of weird spectral Yeah, there was some scraping yeah. through. Uh, yeah, yeah, scraping <laughs> through. It was Joe Rogan's podcast was kind of just trying to scrape through. I was... So Lidl are doing all of these foods now. They have a pizza with black, creepy black sauce. Yes. And they have like little, um, like potato, uh, pumpkin. What, what do you call those things? They're like, they're not chips. What are they? Potato pumpkin chips? No, they're like, they're like, they're like potato guys in the shape of a pumpkin. A pumpkin. Ah, okay. Okay. Like the little face. What's the, like, what's the like collective term for the like. waffle kind of thing? A it's not a waffle, a waffle though. It's just like a potato. It's like, I feel like people call them like potato smiley, smiley face potatoes. I remember them. I remember them. But like, like if, if that, what's the collective term for like any shaped potato snack item cooked oven thing? Wa- a waffle. It's not waffle though. <laughs> it's chip? different. A chip. It's kind of like a chip. Okay. Because I suppose you say twisty fries, smiley face, they're kind of just fries, I guess. Can you give them? And if kids come by trick-or-treating, are they something that you can give the kids? Yeah, pipe and hot. <laughs> that scares them. The kids knock on the door, you go, oh, the, oh I just they're just straight out of the oven, kids. <laughs> yeah. Squirting ketchup into the back. Yeah, you, you put it in their mouth like a communion, <laughs> straight in the pipe and hot. Eyes <laughs> rolling to the back of your head. Oh. Yeah. The, uh, but I was talking uh, to... Um, our friend Shane Gormley, friend of the, friend of the pod, mm-hmm. and uh, he had got like the cheese balls ones. I can't. I think it was like black cheese or something, which is really unappetizing. Mm-hmm. But I, w- one of us, like called it haunted cheese, and then I was like, kind of not. You can't. You can't. You can have a haunted house. Yeah. And then you can have. Can you have other haunted inanimate objects? Haunted car, I guess. Could you have a haunted piece of food? Yeah. And then it, what, if you ate the food, what would happen? You would get, you would, well, I mean, me, me, Tony and Shane did a, an ad recently with oh, a yeah, pint, true. haunted pint of beer. You yeah, drink yeah. the beer, then the beer haunts you. You were like possessed. I remember watching, you know, Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah. You know, they, that was kind of sometimes a little bit spooky, wasn't it? Mm. And uh, I saw one that was about, and it honestly fucking terrified me. It was about a haunted milk pail. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And the milk pail... It just was shaking. The lid on top of it was shaking. It was a tin one. It was going like mm. that. And then he's like, believe it or not, was the milk pail haunted? And it was haunted. It was a real story. They concluded that it was. Well, I mean, like, you know. I mean, believe it or not, it's up to you, I guess. Yeah, then. it's a believe it or not. But I, I was terrified. Haunted milk pail. So you can haunt anything. I mean, I guess you can haunt anything. Right. So you could have haunted haunted cheese, haunted potato smileys. Haunted blueberry muffin. Mm. Come here. What do you think of Shanaki? Shanakia? Like singing, like they're telling stories. Yeah. People right. always be going to that these days. I've been having a few rants of oh, people about, uh, about it. There's a specific event. Do you not see this happening all the time? Well, Shanky is the person who tells stories. That's like saying, what do you think of trad music? No, but there's like this, some man has like, it's like he kind of acts like he had invented Shanaki. I don't know. I shouldn't, yeah. I shouldn't be calling, calling people out, but he, well, I mean, uh, <laughs> you've already but, uh, done that. So let's just but it's push like, that as far as it can go. It's like, what is like, I don't understand why you would want to go to that. Because you want to hear stories. Like I'll tell you a story. Like what? Go on, tell us a story. But if, why don't you just go hang out with your mates and listen to their stories? I, I remember hearing the, the, cause in school, in, in school, secondary school, they taught mm. us some Shanaki stories, like the old ones that they would have told. Yeah. And that was about like the devil and, and some lad tricking the devil and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I swear to God, like our teacher was telling us them and they were shit. They were really bad stories. Yeah, but, but it's more about the way you get told but or whatever. I, I don't know if that's like, if, if traditionally it would be people telling these old stories, but I feel like nowadays people just go up and like tell really sad stories about like a relative of theirs who died in a car crash or something. I'm yeah. like, why would I want to? That's not Shanaki. Shanaki 
it used to be a a person who would travel from village to village. Yeah. And they would get they would get you know bed and wear or whatever they they bed and breakfast or people would put them up mm-hmm. and then they would every evening they would tell a story. Often the story would end on a cliffhanger and it would, if it was told well enough then uh, the the cliffhanger would make people go oh we got to keep them in we got to give them food and drink for another night because we want them to stay here. You know? So it was like it was like Netflix. It was like Netflix. It was essentially like Netflix, but in like you know the mid 18th century in Ireland, and then that died mm-hmm. probably because of the Brits. I don't yeah. know, I haven't studied it, but it's probably no because- more stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bedtime. Story time's over, you paddies. <laughs> um, Give me that potato. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, and th- and then and then now they've kind of I think someone set up a sort of moth or something like moth in america you know they have that kind of thing what moth is a storytelling thing in america where you stand up and you tell a story and it has to be true and you can't have like a script or something like that anyway uh they seem to have set one like that up in ireland and um but like i just feel like i don't i don't understand why like my friend uh hugh went to one at a festival recently Mm -hmm. and like he said that it's just some guy told a story about like his, his brother dying on stage. And I'm like, why would you want to go to, you're at a festival. You want to go listen to that? Fuck it. It's real. It happened. It's honest. It's so it's, what? Like, so it's much stuff well. happens. If it's told well, if someone was telling a story about how they like me, hold on, Merharty, you know, that old commentator. And it's just a YouTube video of him making a ham and cheese sandwich. Yeah, but that's not sad. That's the best nice. thing ever. But yeah, but it's the way you tell it, you know, no. it's the way you tell it. I don't want to hear, like, I feel like in Ireland, everyone, every family in Ireland has some sad shit going on. Yeah. Every family probably ever. It's our thing. Why do I want to listen to other people's sad shit? You know what I mean? Like, no offense, but like, if I, if it's a stranger, I don't want to listen to some stranger's sad shit going on. Cause you can identify with the, the, the story, the universality of it, the, there's tragedy in that. Oh, I have tragedy in my life. It makes me feel better. And if it may, may, you don't like it, that's okay. Fine. You fucking hate it. I, I do I, hate it. Okay. Well, there you go. I like it. I haven't even gone. So it's I like stand up comedy, but it's, but instead of making you laugh, it's supposed to make you cry. <laughs> Maybe like, ah, I totally bombed last night. No tears. Some stand-up is like that. Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever had tears in the audience during your stand-up? Just tears of laughter, baby. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, On another, back to the spooky note, I just kind of want to shoehorn that in just because I want to say it. Well, no, you had to be in your bonnet. I had a full-on nightmare, a kind of, about, like, like... Like some usually I ha- like anytime I've had a nightmare recently, it's like been a kind of a an abstract. I don't really know what's going on, but I'm freaked out, and then I wake up and I go, Whoa, I feel like kind of stressed and weird. Mm. I had a nightmare the other night about like just vampires were trying to kill me. Oh, I was like, this feels like a nightmare that's like a medieval peasant would have. You know, <laughs> it feels like a nightmare that someone would have, like in yeah, I don't know, or like in the 1600s. <laughs> Like, like, it's just so weird. I was like, oh, there's vampires here and they're like chasing me. <laughs> was it in modern times or? Yeah. Pitchforks and stuff. Yeah. God. What do the vampires look like? I can't really remember. It was kind of like a Buffy-esque situation. They're wearing normal clothes. They're really attractive. No, they're not attractive when they go vamp- vampire mode. Okay. They're okay. all kind of wrinkly in the face and stuff. Okay. Okay. Anyway. That, that's a, yeah, medieval peasant. Uh, but you dressed up. Uh, last night, mm-hmm. this Halloween, what did you dress up as? Emer and I went to uh, Mulder and Scully. From the X-Files. From the X-Files. Very jealous. You're watching a lot of X-Files now, aren't you? Yeah. Um, X-Files, is that Halloween-y spooky? Very much so. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So good. It I is mean, good. It's just such a good show. I, I think it's the best kind of, if you're eating a dinner and you want to watch something quickly, yeah. it's the best one because every episode is just a full arc. They make so many episodes of I it. I find it crazy. And they're all so good. It's just mad. Like every season has like 20 plus episodes in it, doesn't yeah. it? Like, and they're all like little individual Movies. stories. Like how do they keep cranking that out? It's like goosebumps. I don't know. R.L. Stein just cranking out the spooky stories. But I do like that you were dressed as um, uh, which is essentially a very good costume because it's great concept, but also you just buy a suit very or you easy. just wear a suit that you have in your house. Yeah. And then what did you do for the FBI element? Did you have like a badge? Or I had a badge. Like I, I got like Fox Mulder's FBI badge. I found it on the internet. Okay. And then I printed it off. One hard bit was I had a card holder mm-hmm. and I had to make sure that the printout matched the size. Yes. That took a bit of I have had to do that before. That's hard to do. Do you know how I did it? You just put it on the screen. Do you hold it onto the... Yeah. Yeah. I I held the card holder up to the screen. Yeah. And then I... Yeah. I was like, right, that's got it. Yeah. 
That's funny. It worked out. It worked. It did, yeah. Same for me. I did that for our fringe show. We had these like with this fake company called Scourge Talent Management and Fracking, mm. and uh-huh. um, uh, I had to make the thing fit. In the, I had to make the little sign that I wanted to print off fit into the card holder. And the only way, because I asked the guy in the shop, and he's like, "The best way of doing it is just to hold the card holder." Onto the screen. I was like, are you fucking serious, man? It's 2023. Is there not some sort of... And he's like, that's the best way of doing it. It's the way to do it. And it worked. Yeah, I mean, why not? Um, But you went to a punk gig in your suit and they didn't like it? I mean, it was fine. I think some (laughs) some people were probably like, why the fuck is that guy wearing a suit? I kind of thought that like the suit with the FBI badge, especially with like David Duchovny's face on the badge, and the fact that I'm with Emer's red hair, Mm. also in a suit, also with an FBI badge... Mm. I kind of thought that was a. I thought it was much more. But she was really uni- old. Well, I thought it would be a lot more universally recognized. Than I wouldn't it was. have previously to the last like three months. I wouldn't have known that. I wouldn't have pre last. You wouldn't have known what Mulder and Scully looked no, like. No, I don't think so. I wouldn't have got that. Really? No, I probably would have like pieced it together, but I wouldn't have known that. No, I mean, not that many people watch that show around today. I, I didn't really watch it when I was younger. I just no. knew what they well, looked we were like. Babies. When it was, was it on, on TV. Yeah, I remember it was like the scary show was scary. that was on TV. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, the the uh, I like, um, Emer said that you looked like some sort of uh, like American psycho character. Like yeah, some yeah. lad who was working in a bank all day and then just has to go to a punk gig in a suit and just let it all out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm go going for... crazy in here. <laughs> it was uh, it was very fun. I had a nice time. Um, went, to a, went to a party afterwards. It was nice. Would you think Halloween is the best festival? I think it has the potential. I think every year, as you were saying earlier, it's getting, we're getting more and more mm. into it. Like, it's cool. You get to dress up in a funny outfit. Yeah. You don't have to buy anything. No. You also don't even necessarily have to do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if it was Christmas, if someone was like, what are you doing on Christmas? And you're like, ah, nothing. People would be like, what the <laughs> fuck? Whereas if you just say you're doing nothing on Halloween, people are like, all right, don't care. Yeah. Like, lonely for Christmas is such a thing. Yeah, like, yeah. where I need to see my, like, a Halloween, lonely at Halloween, it's just not a thing. See, like, Halloween's like an opt in. And, like, and a lot of it is just watching movies and it has mm. such a strong theme. It's so nice. And that's where, yeah, it's going to be a really nice episode today, guys. We are so excited to, we have, we have so, so excited. We've decided to talk a lot about, um, I guess horror films and their sequels because yeah. I guess the horror film fran- like is always a franchise. You know the great yeah. horror films, The Exorcist, uh, Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, mm. Omen. They're all franchises. They always make so many films of them. Well, I, I think and we yeah. kind of want to talk a bit about that. The ones like there's kind of different kind like like Halloween, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, and what's the other one? Friday the Thirteenth. Mm. They're like franchised to a whole nother level because mm-hmm. they have like that iconic character that they can just keep churning out. Whereas things like the Omen and the Exodus and stuff, they're not franchised quite to the same extent. Just because I don't think there's like a core character they can just keep chucking in. Well, the Omen has got a core character, I suppose. Damien. Yeah. But he's just Halloween like, is, is, is pretty like they've got, they've got their people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess it's about that. And it's funny because I suppose we'll talk about it a bit, but the reason I think generally with uh horror franchises like it's usually there's one fucking classic film mm-hmm. it'll be the exorcist it'll be the omen um and then uh it just there's an immediate dip dip it's like the first film is class it's an mm-hmm. instant classic and they're like okay cool let's just make more and more of them and like the the, fir- the like the first one they make after the original classic is always just such a big drop off do you know what was good um a Quiet Place too. Oh, that was great. That they did it. I, yeah. Like they managed to pull it off. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, that's good. That Fair was play. really good. Actually. It was just like they just kind of continued the story, and it was yeah. just like, all right, fair no, enough. it was great. It's it's just Rory was saying it the other day. Is like uh, most horror films are bad. Most horror films are really really bad. Yeah, and it's it's a shame because like every Halloween, I feel like they just studios just churn out a load of shite. Mm. Um, same at Christmas. Mm. Obviously, just because some people are going to go see it. Yeah. But it really dilutes the genre. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because they're just turning out so many films that are so similar. And I find now, like, I was trying to look for some horror films to watch. And it's very hard to separate out what's going to be shit from what's going to be good. Yeah, it is. Especially because I think with horror, it's one of the few genres where, like, you know, it's this. a lot of the films are so broadly bad, but also you can watch a really shit horror and still kind of enjoy it or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like it, it's yeah. kind of because it's a given. And I guess we'll talk about talk to me. Cause I watched that 
Mm-hmm. We talked about it last on the last pod, but I watched that uh, this week, recommended by Morgan. She was like, you want something that will scare you? We had watched two Wait, horrors. what do you mean recommended by Morgan? Morgan recommended the film. When? Uh, like on Tuesday, Wednesday. What do you mean Morgan recommended the film? I recommended the film on this fucking podcast. No, you didn't recommend it. You said it's good and you should go see it. Yeah. No, I know you said those exact words, but I wasn't going to. So you're saying like if I, you wouldn't consider my endorsement a recommendation. No, but your 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 artsy roommates get they'll get a you'll take their opinion I think seriously. When you said you said uh, oh it's a really good film you should go see it and I was like yeah but when I said yeah I was like I'm never gonna watch that film I actually think I might have said that and I then said, Morgan's like you should watch this film and you're like oh yeah I will no actually Anna was like uh, talking to Morgan and Morgan's like you should watch that film and and Anna was like let's watch talk to me and I said I don't want to watch that Mark watched that last week sounded a bit scary yeah. and we'd watched two horrors that week so I thought I'd kind of like. You know, when you when you get into cold water, you kind of acclimatize. I thought I'd mm-hmm. acclimatize to it. And then we watched it. Uh, Talk to me if you hadn't, didn't listen to the last podcast. Is basically about a group of teenagers in Australia. And mm-hmm. they um, have this cursed hand that if you grab it and say, talk to me, uh, sort of the demons or the dead or something like that will enter your body and they will kind of you get possess you but yeah. if you do it over 90 seconds bad things will happen and lo and behold one of them goes over 90 seconds and bad things start to happen mm-hmm. um yeah i i uh i, I watched that and I, I gotta say man way too scary way For you way too scary <laughs> way too scary <laughs> did you not enjoy it i actually couldn't enjoy it it was too scary wow I couldn't. I, it was it was a lot of Anna, like, standing up, walking into the kitchen, going, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck, this can't happen. This kind of stuff. Wow. Uh, really brutal, really scary, couldn't enjoy it. Was brutal too much. pair of cowards, you guys. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Is Anna uh, a coward as yellow, well? Yellow belly, yellow belly. Was yeah. Anna a coward? I didn't think she was, but there she was with me going, this is too much. I actually asked her, I was like, can we turn this off? Did you turn it off? No, we didn't turn it off. We watched it to the end, but it was fucking horrible, man. It was horrible. It was so scary. So much of it was just... What, what scenes in particular did you find without, you know, you can... No, I, I don't think I can really say much, but uh, there were moments, the things that happened to the... The, the, the boy. The boy. That was very upsetting and really upset me and I <laughs> didn't like it at all. <laughs> That's so funny. You know, it's all those... Re- you know people who say they don't like horror movies, which was me up until like four years ago. Yeah. The reasons they say, oh, I don't like horror movies, all those reasons, they kind of were realized in my experience of watching this film. I was like, this is making me feel really scared. It's making me feel real horrible. It's making me <laughs> uncomfortable. I don't like this at all. Why am I doing this? Uh, it wasn't a nice kind of ooh, spook. It was like a terrible spook. What did you think? It, even though it sounds like you didn't enjoy it. my It was a good film. Yeah, it is. Yeah. My comment that perhaps the 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 whole thing being a kind of a metaphor for grief or something, mm. I was kind of like, you could have just scrapped the whole bit. No, uh, you think they should have kept it in? No, I think that kind of was a good element to it. But uh, do you not think the, the main character was such a horrible person? Yeah, but like so understandably maybe horrible, and you can yeah. see how they got there. I thought that was kind of good. Mm. That, that like, I just feel like. It's just more in relation to all the other films they produce. I'm like, you always have to make it some kind of fucking metaphor thing. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. let it be a yeah. space scary A24 film. again, yeah. I guess Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That was... That it was, was just a stupid film. There yeah. was no uh, strings attached yeah. horror film. That was <laughs> the, fun, though. Uh, Morgan went to um, Pharmaphobia. Oh, yeah. Which is like the horror kind of theme park thing. Oh, where I you went go to that there. before. Yeah, but she was talking... and I, I realized like when she recommended this film and she came back from Pharmaphobia... And, uh, and I was like, how's far from? She was like, yeah, it was real good. Like, I was like, it was scary. She's like, yeah, at one, at one stage, there was a man with a chainsaw running after yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, why do we let this person recommend a film to us? Like, mm. this is... This is someone who likes a good old spook. Uh, an interesting contrast. Where Pharmaphobia is... Uh, I went, had a spooky time. It was nice. But then I felt like there's a cage of parrots, like, outside the entrance and they can talk. Oh, my and God. And you go, hello. And they go, Hello. <laughs> I was like, this is a nice like way to kind of bring you back down to uh, back uh, down to hello. Earth. Hello. Um, hello. Anyway, talk to me if you're into real spooky stuff. Uh, mm. I would watch that. By the way, I actually saw a list of the scariest films of all time based on science. What are you talking about? This is science. Scientists got people to watch a load of films. They checked their pulses. They checked um, 
they check like the, the their reactions on a scientific level. Oh, okay. Um, and and they, they gave that they they have got like the official. These are the scariest. It's official. These are officially the scariest films of all time. And let me tell you, number ten, talk to me. That's number ten. Talk to me. It's the scariest. Uh, 10 what, scariest. What, what, what? How many films do they make them watch? Um, well, scientists conducted a new study to find out what movies were the scariest. They got participants fitted with a heart rate monitor mm. uh, to get their average resting heart rate before each movie. Their average heart rate during the movie and various other heart-related factors. What if you just have a heart condition? Yeah. Um, so that's what they did. And so number 10, talk to me. Number nine, Hell House LLC. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Uh, number eight, Exorcism of Emily Rose. I walked out of that movie. Number seven, Smile. That looks shit. Number six, Hereditary. Yeah, that scared me. Which people said was the scariest of all time. That was scary. Uh, number five, Conjuring. Number four, Insidious. Shit. Number three, Skinnamarink. I've seen the trailer for that. It actually looks pretty interesting. Even this photo, it's just a little boy with kind of, it looks scary. Mm. Uh, number two is Host. Brilliant. What's Host? Host is a film, we actually reviewed it uh, during lockdown, but it was one where... Um, it's people on a Zoom call. Oh, uh, it's yeah, an hour and a half. It's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's all uh, yeah, I remember done that. an hour and a half, and it's really, really good where something starts getting spooky. Brilliant film. And then number one, Sinister. Never heard of that. Yeah, I've seen the pictures heard of, and it's like, wow. Well, I don't know about this, man. Who yeah. wrote that? The Guardian or something? Uh, well, I mean, it's, uh, oh, it's actually a post from Lad Bible, Ireland. So, oh, sick. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is a veritable journalistic source. Um, anyway, that's the, that's just a film we d- did last week, but we want to move on to the topic of sequels and films and their sequels. And to, to ground the, the yes. conversation of sequels, we will start with a non-sequel. We actually are doing the full... There's actually five Omen films, I realized. Yeah, we but, want to talk about the Omen franchise, though. Yeah, so you watched the Omen one first time ever? First time I'd ever seen the Omen. Talk to me about it. Well, talk to me. <laughs> Enter your mind. Um, ah, Very good. That wasn't so good. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, basically uh, well for people who don't know The Omen The Omen is essentially an ambassador we talked a bit about it on the last podcast he's the Antichrist the Antichrist is born um, to this American ambassador living in uh, Britain's uh, family uh, and then living in Britain's family he slowly kind of (laughs) slowly starts to realise that his son (laughs) is the Antichrist and uh, and he's just a little awkward, kid. Awkward, awkward situation to be in. Yeah, it's very hard. And like like you said last time, it is the film is essentially just about him trying to deal with the fact that his son is the Antichrist. And like, yeah, the, like the potential like political ramifications. And the political ramifications. He's like, I'm the ambassador, my son's the Antichrist. Fuck. What am I gonna do? But it's good, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, it's really, really, really good. I would say one of my favorite soundtracks in terms of how much it benefits to the film the soundtrack mm-hmm. is unbelievable it's mm-hmm. incredible so scary so spooky and, i can't remember um, i actually remember listening terrifying. to it on youtube afterwards because i thought it was so good and it, i can't remember what's what does it go like it was, so it's got like kind of really hard almost baroque kind of cellos and then orchestra in a sort of almost gregorian chant so it's got this sort of religious oh yeah. uh, baroque kind of feel to it and it's so creepy it really adds to the and there's so much kind of religion and church is this bad to, to do? What are you doing? I just want to try and play it so I could hear it. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll play it. We'll play a little bit of it now. Yeah. Okay, we're going to insert a play. Yeah, we'll just play it. So this is the sound of... Um... But I actually have to listen to it as well so I can react appropriately. Okay, well then just get it. Man, what do you think of Robbie Williams in this ad for cat food? Is that what's going on YouTube before you play yeah. the... Uh... I fucking love Robbie. He can sell me anything. Um, okay, let's hear it. This is... Can you give us the name of the people? It just says Omen soundtrack, Jerry Goldsmith. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This good. is the name of the Lord. So, yeah, the, the, the basically uh, Omen 1, very good film. Really enjoyed it. Thought it was fucking fantastic. Yeah. 10 out of 10. I feel like I said this before, but like my knowledge of the Omen before I watched it, I don't know, a couple of years ago was like that scene where his childminder like hangs herself out the window. Mm-hmm. And I, based on that, like, that's obviously really horrible. And based on that, I had parceled off in my head as like, 
a, 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 an intentionally outrageous shock horror thing mm. i was like oh it's gonna be shit and then i watched it and i was like oh man it's so good no because the reason it's good is because of atmosphere um the little kid is actually not in it that much uh and he's you know he doesn't really speak very much yeah. he's got like even though he's a little boy he's kind of like got an evil little face mm-hmm. and uh, he's scary he does this stare and it it's almost like i guess jaws you know the way jaws like the yeah is yeah. jaws a horror by the way we talked about that once before yeah, yeah but basically like they don't reveal the the monster that often so mm-hmm. when you do it's um it's really scary Mm. And um, yeah, I just think that like they, they they did a really good job of creating atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. And it was brilliant. There's just, just so concept, many cool bits. The like, concept is so great. Many the deadly. devil spawn, like it's great. Yeah. Wait, how 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 does he? He's he's born of a jackal. Yeah. Well, that's what you find out in the second film. Yeah. Um, but, but he, uh, the bit where he goes to the zoo and all the monkeys start going crazy is so good. Like yeah. that's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, in any film. it's brilliant. It's so scary. Animals are terrified of him, and he's a kid and he doesn't really understand it as well. Uh, yeah, um, the monkeys are just fucking going nuts. Yeah, I love that idea that like animals n- n- can un- sense things that we can't. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like they can sense the presence of the Antichrist, but we can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, nice. We have to figure it out. Anyway, that fantastic film was so good that two days later we decided to watch the sequel to that film, The Omen 2. Have Mm -hmm. you seen The Omen 2? No. So The Omen 2 is quite rare in sequels. It was made almost immediately after, I think maybe like two years after. Wait, can we pause for a sec? Yes. The very last scene, the final scene in The Omen 1 is so good. Yeah. When he just like looks around and there's a little... Well, that's a big spoiler, but... Everyone's fucking seen it. That's not a big spoiler. So he looks around. Yes, true. Yes. Okay. Yes. Why oh, he looks? Why oh, he, he look. looks? <laughs> okay, guys. Sorry for letting you know that he does look in the film. He does uh, look, and you know what? He looks in the second film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the second film quite rare in a sequel in that it starts immediately after. Like th- there's, you could cut the first film and the second film and put them right next to each other, really? and they would run smoothly into each other. Oh wow! Yeah, like the this the next scene is the next scene of like the first film almost it, there's wow, no okay. time passes whatsoever there is a time jump in it but uh it goes it goes for the first five minutes uh, as if it's directly after the, yeah, end yeah. Of the first film so essentially the omen now damien is um like kind of a teenager mm-hmm. he's living with this he, he has this really really wealthy uh family that he's living with in america mm-hmm. um he's a military kid his uh foster family is actually his dad's brother's family and mm-hmm. they're incredibly wealthy their business is very vague but it seems they seem to just have a monopoly on many many is it sources called thorn or something it's called thorn industries yeah and yeah. they uh seem to run like electronics yeah, and yeah. uh food and like water it's kind of like bane industries i guess it's really like bane. vague what's in batman what's his I don't know, but they, they, they basically, you mean Wayne, Iron Man. sorry, Bane, Wayne. Yeah, they just do, they're one of those like industries, Thorn Industries, where they just fucking seem to have a monopoly on stuff. everything yeah, and they're yeah, really yeah. wealthy. And uh, basically he's a kid now, he's coming to the realization because all these kind of people are, he's kind of hitting puberty. Yeah. He's, he's kind of coming to the realization of who he is because he has people telling him who he is mm-hmm. and people keep finding out who he is as well around him. And essentially they try to stop him being alive because mm-hmm. they try to kill him because mm-hmm. he's a priest. No, not priests. This time it's kind of journalists and um, academics and mm-hmm. then people who are close to him. Uh, severe drop off in quality. Really? In this film. Yeah. It just, it just, it's kind of just like a final fantasy where we just keep meeting people who find out that he's the omen and then they just want to try kill him. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes so fucking repetitive. Uh, you're like, okay, this person's found out he's the omen. Now they're going to try kill him. But the devil is just going to somehow figure out a way to make sure sort that they're dead. Because the devil has some... I, the whole time I was watching the film, I was like, where is God in all this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's... He doesn't give know. a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does God have no power? Well... I'm going to start talking about the Omen 3. Well, God so. seems to have absolutely no involvement. He's happy to watch the devil just absolutely murk people who are trying to kind of sort out his problem. Mm. This is God's issue. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he should be owning up a little bit. Like, He's just letting the devil like kill people in some real gruesome deaths. Like there's a big 
uh, one where a guy gets into a lift after he's just realized that Damien is birthed of a jackal or he has jackal DNA, gets into the lift. That lift absolutely falls I, from the top of the building, I heard, smashes down. I horrible. heard that's a good scene. Yeah, well, I mean, like, it's fine, but it's just like after seeing, you know, four of these types of deaths, it mm-hmm. just becomes a bit repetitive. And, uh, and there's no real... You know, him coming to terms with being the devil is probably the best or the devil's son is definitely like the best part of it. And it's not really done very well. Is he, is it, because I watched, as we'll talk about in a bit, Omen 1, he's like a baby or a little kid. He doesn't really talk. Omen 3, he's a fully fledged adult. Yeah. And he's talking too much. But like I can handle young kids and adults, but I don't really like watching like 13 year olds in films, especially if they're trying to be spooky and stuff. So that's why I, I gave it a miss. But how is he? He's, uh, he's grand. It's just like, yeah, I guess like he's not a good enough actor to kind of be creepy. So Mm. he kind of just seems like a regular teenager, which really takes away from it unless they were like really putting into that kind of, if he was going to have some sort of conflict about being who he is, but because he is who he is, he's the fucking devil incarnate. Mm -hmm. He, uh, he's kind of grand with it. He kind of really is like, no. And then they're like, no, that's who you are. And he's like, fine, that sounds grand. I'm an evil bastard. So All right, yeah, like, don't fair mind. Enough. How did he um, not, how did he not like, was he not like, man, when I was a little kid, a lot of really weird stuff happened. <laughs> <laughs> my dad tried to murder me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like my dad trying to kill me and like just a lot of other weird stuff. Yeah, like, it's a, anyway, the film every is Every time not I go good, to the zoo, it, the it, animals will go nuts. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just thinks that's the way animals are. Like for yeah. him, that's the way they are. Maybe. No, it's not good. Uh, and it was a big drop off for me in would terms you, of quality. You would say it was bad. Like, say it was bad. It was pretty like repetitive and just mm. not very well thought through. And didn't think it was good. Yeah, yeah. Oh. What about the third one then? We're going yeah, so to the third I watched, Omen. I watched the Omen three. I've never seen two, but I mainly watched it just because it's Sam Neill plays Damien in it. Yeah, which is crazy. I think it was his first movie because really? there was some he's other, young. Yeah, he's young, and like some other actor who was kind of like his sensei, uh, paid to fly him over from New Zealand to America to do an audition. Yeah, for that, and then he got it. Um, but in this, he is, it's torn industries again. Yeah, you're right. Like, it's so vague. It's just, I think it's all right. Like, like uh, Amazon, the, 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 you can tell the writers are just like, uh, he, it doesn't matter who cares, you know, but he's now in a position where he's, he has a lot of political power power because it's nearly like Elon Musk kind of job. Like he, he's a very big, important figure. He is in cahoots with the president, potentially running to like become the president someday. Yeah. And he's becoming the US ambassador to England. Okay. Um, so he's moving over there. But wait, what happens again? <laughs> so like that's happening. But then um there's oh yeah, there's these like seven priests who have these seven daggers that yes. are revealed in the first yeah, film. Yeah, but the first, the, those daggers are in every film. They're the only way to kill them. And they're like, they're like, okay, we got to, we got to link up and um, fucking do him in because he's getting too powerful. And if he gets into a position where he becomes the president, like we're yeah. fucked. Um, and then, oh yeah. Then like there's the priests somehow like have act, like they, they're kind of mates with this. <laughs> These people who like are in an observatory and these three stars are going to align, which means Christ is going to return. Oh, And then Damien's like, fuck, because Christ is coming back. And he's like, shit, if Christ comes back, then I'm fucked. How does Damien know? He just, I think he just kind of, no, he, he, it's in the Bible. Okay. He read about it in the Bible. Um, And then he's like, shit, Christ coming back. And then Christ is born. Mm Hmm but he doesn't know which baby is like Christ and there's just all this shit. But it's, I actually thought it was good. I liked it. Like it's, okay. it's definitely kind of sh- like, it's kind of shit, but it, <laughs> <laughs> that's but what like, all horrors are like, but like as a, as a way to develop, like to ve- develop the story, you know, it was kind of cool. Like he, mm-hmm. he's the devil and he wants to become uh he does some crazy stuff. Like he, he has these like f- followers mm-hmm. who he gets to do stuff for him. And, yeah. um, yeah, it's, 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 I don't know if I'm going to be doing spoilers, so I don't really talk to you. Just do that. spoilers. Yeah. But like, there's this thing where like, he's like, right. Every single child in England that, that was born between midnight and this time, one of them's Jesus. So we just have to kill every kid, uh, in England. And then his, uh, his 
partner like who's this sick businessman who knows he's the antichrist but is like kind of happy about he's, it. he's literally done a deal with the devil yeah he has a baby during that time and then there's a bit of a conflict there where he's okay. like you gotta you gotta kill your baby um and he doesn't want to and then he's like shit i shouldn't have done that i wish i didn't <laughs> i wish i didn't sign that contract in blood to the devil <laughs> um but i thought it was good yeah okay. it's, it's cool it's cheesy um like there's some like there's some quite religious stuff in it actually mm-hmm. like the way it kind of like Whatever, yeah, a lot of it is religion. Whatever yeah. happens at the end, like, like a kind of a prayer goes up the screen, and it says like God's light will lead us to la la la. Like yeah. it's it's a real fight between good and evil. Yeah, and I guess it's funny because this stuff's spooky, but then at the end, I'm like, oh, that was quite like religious, very like pro Christianity, like evil, like good will triumph, triumph over, over evil. evil and stuff. I'm like, okay, that's yeah. funny. Okay. I've actually heard that about the new Exorcist film that's on in the cinema now. It's apparently like religious. strong religious vibes, but it is all religious, isn't it? Like it's, it's, yeah. that's it's, what demons are, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I guess it is kind religious of shit. Up. Yeah. Well, no, I mean like, I like the pagan shit. I think there should be more pagan spooky shit. Mm. But I would say Omen 3. Good film. I like it. Um, but generally, okay, but generally just like to kind of talk about, uh, sequels in general, it is generally like one good film, rest of them are shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually. Halloween, good film, rest of dog shit. Yeah, they had some okay ones. But like, if you think about it, yeah, like that's going back into like, so another one I'll talk about in a sec is Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there's like those, those, um, the, the Omen, even though there's actually five Omen movies, but like. Mm. I think each one of them had to try and like develop the story more. Yeah. Whereas it ones like Halloween or Freddy, yeah. or, like they don't need to create a new story or continue the arc. Yeah. They can just be like, he's back and he's slashing them up. He's <laughs> fucking going for it with the knife. Um, There's definitely more of a story arc with the Omen, which maybe makes it a bit better. But the, um, like there's a character who kind of a character arc or whatever. But like the, yeah, I guess with the other ones, it's just like, this is Halloween where a scary guy is going to try to murder people with, with a mask on. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, he's going to do that every single time. Yeah. And he's, it, you know, it, it, the, the model is they, he kills a few people, but then one person puts up a fight and they eventually manage to fight him off, but he doesn't die. Guess what? He's back in the next film. It's just that model nearly every single time. Yeah. 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 And Even you're going to have the could... music and you're going to have the scary sh- jump scares. Mm. And you get every time you're going to think he's dead and then somehow he comes back. Yeah. Like slashers and jump scare things are just easy. Just keep cranking them out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I watched actually. Well, yeah. But well, we have. So, so do you have a, a Hollywood recommendation and a, or Hollywood, a ha- Halloween, Halloween recommendation and a Halloween throw it in the bin? film yeah well you've got two films here you got hellraiser and exorcist so i want to know which one you're going to put in the put in the trick-or-treat bag and mm-hmm. give to people and which one are you going to uh put in a a, a banger i a would black say cat and blow it up because it's bad film. exorcist three is yes. what i watched that would be going in the that'll be going in the treat bag actually oh really okay. that was a good one um okay. that's they only called it Exorcist 3 because for commercial stuff. It's written by the same guy, I think. As Exorcist. Yeah, but he originally wanted to call it Legion. And mm-hmm. that's the name of a novel that it's based on. Mm-hmm. And it still has some of the same characters um, as Exorcist 1. And it's like loosely the same thing. It's kind of like this serial killer who was executed. Um, yeah. It seems like he's kind of back. And people are like, how's he back? Because he was executed in the electric chair. And then... Uh, it's kind of like maybe his fucking spirit is mm-hmm. floating about. Yeah. It was very good. Okay. But it, uh, it's nothing to do with the previous exorcism in terms of storyline. It is kind of because the a policeman and a priest who were involved in the first film are there. Okay. And then it does tie in uh, eventually. Okay. In a weird way. Um, well, and it was good. What? Uh, yeah. I guess like the, the exorcist, um, Anna won't let me watch it. Anytime Why? I want to watch it, she's like, I don't feel like watching that. It's not nice to watch. I like people like it a lot more than I do. Like I thought it was good to see, but it's like, I'd say I find it like, it's unpleasant. It's the exorcist like the Mona Lisa where it's like, it's the best. Let's say people say it's the best horror ever, whatever. Mm. But is that just because it was kind of like censored in Ireland and it was, 
you know. I don't know, because people, some people like, proper love it. Like, the Mona Lisa, not the best painting ever, but because it was stolen a lot of times. Mm. It's got this fucking mystique about it and everything. And and The Exorcist was censored a lot. And, uh, you know, people were like, you can't watch it. It's sacrilegious and all that kind of stuff. And sort of it gains notoriety. Yeah. And people were like, oh, my God, I want to see, I want to see the film that was banned. Often the worst thing you can possibly do is to censor a film because it guarantees everyone will yeah, see it like a father Ted. <laughs> but no, I feel like I feel like people did proper love The Exorcist. Yeah, I think it did get quite good reviews and stuff. I'm trying to see the guy who directed mm. it. Yeah, made something else that I was really like, oh. Did he make things that weren't ours? I think so. I like. I gotta say, I'm a bigger fan of older horrors like yeah the, yeah, yeah. the older horrors i think it might be the sort of more film quality of them or something like that but it kind of has a creepier edge like older horrors are kind of somehow scarier than newer ones that being well, said like obviously like uh films like hereditary and, and midsummer and stuff are pretty scary films mm. but like i think that there's nothing scarier than just like the creepy old fucking people and the old makeup and they're kind of like psycho psycho is like so old but it's also so scary but i think back then as well the movie industry probably worked different in that there was a i think there was maybe a bit more um people wanted the film to actually be good yeah yeah that's true <laughs> you know? yeah we're like so people, ironic now we don't people, we, yeah yeah like <laughs> people want like I feel like a lot of horror films were like their first goal was to be a good film. Yeah. And then they were like, and it's a horror. Do you know what you should watch, man? The Amityville Horror. Yeah. That is very good. The original one. But like, like, is that, like, cause it's if you look at the best, like the great horrors, like, uh, The Exorcist, um, The Omen, The Shining, all very good films mm, as well mm-hmm. as being silence of the lambs very good films as well as being horrors and kind of spooky and stuff i prefer those kinds of horrors which yeah. are actually good movies and aren't just kind of like you know like babadook good film as well mm. as scary film mm-hmm. i think you need those two elements for in order sure to keep me in. things that are just scary ah no no Mandanka. not into us no um Mandanka. i looked up there uh william friedkin made <laughs> excuse me uh the exorcist he also made french connection very different film very good film <laughs> film i like a lot um and what about hellraiser 2 hellraiser 2 i i like hellraiser 1 very much okay and can you give us a bit of a synopsis of it for those who don't know like me um the xenobites are no that doesn't sound right the Xenobites doesn't sound like a fucking word. It sounds like you're just, that sounds like a gigabyte. It sounds like something that you can store something on. No. How I'm many mix, Xenobites I'm mixing up in uh, Zigabyte? What the fuck are they called? I don't know. You're the one who watched it. I'm mixing up fucking, is oh, it Xenobites. I'm okay. just mixing up fucking Xenomorphs and Xenobites. Cool crossover film. <laughs> uh, Xenobites. Okay. What are the Xenobites? <laughs> <laughs> They're the lads. Um, Pinhead, he's a Xenobite. Okay. Uh, he's basic- the guy with all the pins in his head. Yeah. Yeah. So X X Files. No. What the fuck am I talking about? You're talking about Hellraiser 2. <laughs> Hellraiser <laughs> 1. Um <laughs> basically like the the this guy, it's like it's for people who are like um thrill seekers, I guess, to an extreme. Yes. Um the Cenobites are are explorers in the further regions of experience, demons to some, angels to others. Okay. And they uh he basically finds this cube and if you open it up uh, and like you solve this little puzzle thing and then when you solve the puzzle you get sucked into their realm that they occupy mm-hmm. and then they basically just torture you really really badly and like tear you to shreds oh and do all this crazy stuff but people like actively seek it people who are like into extreme kind of, the original name for the film <laughs> was sadomasochist from another dimension <laughs> and then like the, the film studio were like eh, we're gonna call it something else that sounds like the name of a band that you would have seen yeah. in land gig last night <laughs> but anyway the first film that happens and basically this guy is in that realm and then he 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 uh he get, he dies okay. then he gets brought back to life because where his like body bits are a bit of mm-hmm. blood goes on him and then it kind of brings mm-hmm. him it reanimates him and then his brother's wife kind of it was always having an affair with him before he got sucked into Cenobite world, okay. Cenobite world. Yeah. And then, um, she basically seduces men and brings them back to their gaff and then like leads them up the stairs. And then she chucks them in there and he's like all skeletons and bones. And then he's able to like suck the life out of 
the lads that she brings home oh, and that like puts flesh on his body and stuff and he needs to keep eating guys to turn himself back into a human oh jesus um that's the whole film but then the the cenobites are like not happy that he uh got out of their realm and they want him back in there having a bad time again okay okay um <laughs> sorry it's it's actually more straightforward than that but anyway <laughs> i like that film a lot hellraiser 2 generally actually better rated i think on a lot of platforms mm. and uh considered by many to be the better of of the, of the franchise mm. i thought it was shit okay uh it just was like there was some cool bits in it it's like this doctor is a is he a doctor he's a professor he's a professor he like it matters, he gets yeah. an interest in these cubes and he's traveling around and he really wants to find the cube and go into hellraiser land and then the the kids in the first film, the kids of the dad, <laughs> they, uh, they find out or they, they, they're in a mental hospital because they start telling everyone that they saw and all they the get put away because people don't believe them. people are like, that's nuts. But then um, it was just kind of crap. And like, okay. I was just like, and is it a jump scary kind of thing? No, or is it's it just gro- it's gross. It's gross. Stuff. Oh, it's gross stuff. Yeah. Okay. Like really, I'll actually show you some clips of it. I think you'd be horrified. Oof. Uh, of like some of the like it's we'll play I, a clip can we play a clip I, explain I don't really a like, clip no no <laughs> i i don't it, it, it's one of the few movies i don't have curtains in my front room yeah. so people walking by can see what i'm watching yeah and um it's one of the films where like scenes would come on and that and i'd be like oh man i don't want my neighbors <laughs> to see me watching this like this is so bad um they're shit. whispering to their kids don't don't talk to them. Yeah, no trick or treating in there. No trick or treating in there. Um, but it did a thing which I fucking hate when movies do, and I've complained about this before. But it gives like an origin story for Pinhead. Mm. I don't want to know where he came from. You yeah. know, like I just want him to um be Pinhead. I just want him to like exist. Yeah, forever in Cenobite <laughs> in like a different dimension. Yeah. Um, but like, and his his origin story is so shit. Like he just found the cube himself. He was just a normal lad and found the cube, got sucked in, and then some demons put a lot of pins in his head i was like that's not cool that like he's just a norm he's just any bloke like uh, he has pins in his head so what and then there's loads of stuff where like a pinhead's gonna do something it's yeah. like he's the main body yeah but he never does anything because he's about to do it and he's like no nah, we will torture you and <laughs> stuff and then she goes wait wait just give me a second and he's like okay proceed <laughs> like we will give you a second and she's never <laughs> he never actually gets to do anything because anytime he's about to do something they just like distract him and mm. like he, he makes some kind of shit like he never does anything okay because he just keeps getting duped by the anyway pinhead sucks hellraiser 2 not good okay hellraiser 1 Hellraiser one very good. Watch that. Okay, so we we got to do our kind of wrap up of Hollywood ha- Halloween. Why do I keep saying Hollywood instead of Halloween? Halloween recommendations. I am, I'm going to recommend the Omen one. I think that's a really good, really good spooky film for you guys to watch. Yeah, um, it's really really enjoyable. Uh, I think enough time has passed since Midsummer that you should watch something that's kind of just people humans being creepy rather than mm-hmm. some sort of extraterrestrial kind of stuff so for kind of like just humans being creepy we watch midsummer it's a great film mm-hmm. it's been enough time where you've probably forgotten most of the plot um so i'm recommending those two i yeah do you know what i because it's like dark so early in the evenings now yeah um i never want to watch midsummer because it's i like time it's all in the daytime yeah it's it's a stupid thing but i'm always like that's bright film yeah i do think that too i do think that's not you're not alone in that yeah um what any that you're going to recommend i just thought about the amityville horror there and i was like that film was fucking great yeah watch that watch the exorcist 3 it's good okay and there's a bit where a guy does a cool speech in it uh where he says i believe in slime i believe in stink um which is cool um <laughs> there's yeah exodus 3 talk to me mm-hmm. um, i don't recommend uh, talk to me no i'm against talk omen to me. one if you haven't seen it yeah. watch it i three um, no leave it so so i don't recommend that one also if you guys have any recommendations we will sh- we will share them but only for the next four or five days yeah uh, after that it will be strictly christmas Nullig. content yeah it'll yeah. be christmas content uh we will not be endorsing any other spooky films they will be over by then yeah well yeah and then you watch the nightmare before christmas which you don't like i don't like as a well, I pretend uh, i like when anna watches it that's a trend that's the transition that's a transition film we all watch that collectively on the first of november um how long have you been um how long are we going here we're going uh 49 minutes 
at, at the podcast now. But one thing I would just like to kind of add on the end, uh, that, because I think this might be a good thing for me, is that I am basically at the beginning, this is nothing to do with Halloween. Um, I am at the beginning of a fitness journey where I am becoming hopefully the strongest man on the podcast. Those of you who don't know, Mark Byrne is probably the strongest guy I know. Um, he's incredibly strong. He's able to lift things up and he is now my trainer and he's teaching me how to become real mm. strong big beefy guy so we're, we're gonna we're starting a new podcast called yes two beefy guys one beefy it's called pie. creatine boys no protein boys <laughs> popcorn boys and protein boys i like that protein boys we can like review different proteins <laughs> review different like exercises so this is a pea whey protein combo and um, it, it's definitely less granular. Yeah, uh, it's a salted caramel. Man, I gotta say, but salted caramel is everywhere. My gas problems are totally gone since I switched over to the pea protein. <laughs> no, I just want to get real big and strong. Um, all my mm. siblings are carpenters. We went to the gym, getting stronger than me. We got went to the gym together. It was good. You know, it was so cool. Mark was legit the strongest person Stop, in the whole gym. Stop it! Stop there was it. no one else there who was the strongest. Ah, so ah, cool. Give it a rest. You know the way when you're in a gym, there's always like these stronger people. Mark's that guy. <laughs> Stop, man. He's so strong. You just squatting. You squatting such heavy things. It was insane. Meanwhile, Kaden was making everybody laugh. I was making. Everybody, <laughs> I was making sure everybody in the gym had a good time. Making sure everybody had a glass of water. Um, Tell a few jokes. But give it a while, and I will be. I will be benching. I want. I want to just put it down on audio so that it's something that I have to come back to oh, every time I like we do that. the podcast. It didn't really work with your veganism when you locked that in on audio. Yeah, but look who's talking, Mr. Fucking Goblin down the, the pig's trotters. Yeah, I literally have been eating pig's trotters. Yeah. I've been... Uh, I, I still have my vegetarianism. I ate a duck's heart last week. Yeah, you're disgusting. <laughs> you're disgusting. You're disgusting. I'm so far gone. No, you're a horrible person. Yeah, uh, but it feels good. But does the duck's heart... Now, if you told me the duck's heart would make me strong. I'd be gobbling them up. I'd be mm. gobbling them up. I'm on a heart diet. <laughs> I just eat heart. Um, here, can I just to like entice people into, do, yeah. you, do you like me playing YouTube clips down the phone? Yeah, I think it's good. I actually yeah. complained about listening to a podcast where they did this and now I'm doing it. But li- li- this is why, the reason I watched um, Exorcist 3 was because someone showed me this scene. We should okay. keep this. <laughs> Why do we keep getting? We, we are essentially just playing YouTube ads for people. Pray for me, Damien. I believe in injustice and inhumanity and torture and anger and hate. I believe in murder. I believe in pain. I believe in cruelty. And infidelity. I believe in slime and stink and every crawling, putrid thing, every possible ugliness and corruption. You son of a bitch! <laughs> so, I believe in slime. I believe in slime. <laughs> so Man, good. that's the the Nickelodeon producers in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe in slime. I believe in slime. We were at a festival in Manchester last year, and and someone showed me that, and then it was like the mantra for the whole festival. We all just going, <laughs> I believe in slime <laughs> and stink. I believe in slime and stink. <laughs> so well, funny. that's a good that's a good way to end it. Um, do you believe in slime and stink? Let us know. Send us your thoughts. Send us your opinions on slime. Send us opinions. Are you more of a slime or a stink guy? I'm a slime guy. I'm a lion's guy. Um, are you more of a Barry's? I don't really drink tea. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm more of a slime guy. Okay. Uh, yeah, happy salmon. Oh, girl, me the salmon. Girl, me the salmon. And hope you guys have the spookiest little week ever. I hope you die. I don't hope you die. I hope you smile and spook. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, and happy spooktacular to you. I hope you fucking die. <laughs>